G'day everyone. Welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm your host, Rita Joyan. This morning, it was all guns blazing. I had Q&A questions, three specific Q&A questions, two are pretty heavy duty. And I thought that it would really, really be beneficial if you also heard them as well. The question is pretty much every single moment of my life, I feel like a failure. How do I change that? And the second question is, what do I do when I want to give up and just lie down and quit? Now, the first one's pretty heavy duty. The second one is a bit more moderate. Then the last one is soft skills can be valuable as hard skills. Like, that's a question. Can they be as valuable? And I'm sharing these questions with you and the answers to them, my two cents uh, perspective on them, simply because I find that these are the questions that reoccur every so often. And especially now that we're ending one year and embarking on a new year, People start to reflect on their own journey, where they've come, what they want to do in the new year, how they want to do that. Do they feel good enough? Do they feel enough? And I want it to just to be very raw and real and not just be fluffy and giving, you know, positive attitude things. Positive attitude is great, but I don't want to use that as a catchphrase or something that's going to, you know, just, you know, make everything better again. Because obviously if positive attitude did make everything better, the question wouldn't be, why is it that I feel like a failure every moment of my life? Obviously something deeper is going on there. And I obviously don't know the context of the question. I just know that is the question. And I address that in the, in the, in the answer that I give. But I wanted to bring that to your attention in case you know of someone who's having these questions come up for themselves. In case you may be feeling, uh, feeling that you want to quit. Or if you're thinking, do you invest uh, in learning a hard skill or a soft skill? And I believe that these are the cornerstones, these are the foundations of taking a passion and turning that into a profession. So enjoy, and I'll catch you soon. Good morning. Good morning. Q&A. Q&A, Tuesday. Behind the scenes, three top questions for this morning that I'm going to answer. And they're all based around really specifically. I'm not wearing my rings, and I love my rings. So... Here, how I go under behind the scenes, and then voila! Now I'm reading, reading them off because I'm the one. Okay, so <laughs> so today I want to talk about three specific questions that I received, and they're very important because I'm sure. Hey, Damien, how you going? One of the reasons why I get these questions is specifically because I teach people how to find their passion. I teach people how to recruit that into the workforce or change that into a side gig. And what's important is that these questions are pretty heavy duty, like the one for this morning. And the question reads, every single moment of my life, I feel like a failure. How can I change that? It's a loaded question. It needs a lot of context. It needs context in terms of well, what's making you feel. Is it family? Is it the fact that you've, you've not had an opportunity to really rise up? I mean, there are so many things in that. But what I can say from the outset of that question is if every single moment you feel like a failure, you're obviously in the position of you need to, you will find evidence for anything that you look for. You will find evidence, Instagram and Facebook, for anything you look for. If you believe something to be true, you will find evidence. If you believe you're a good person, you will find evidence for that. If you feel like you're a crappy person, you're too going to find evidence for that. And so what that tells me, that question, it assumes for me that your mind is just replaying a, a, a tape a CD, an MP3, that's telling you that you're crap. It's just what it's doing. Because if every moment of the day you're feeling like a failure, you've just got evidence, references of everything crap that you've done, and that's how that's coming to fruition for you. Because I can guarantee you, you know, there's a certain delusional quality. You've got to be pretty delusional to think that you can create something or be something 
or outdo someone or a competition or a product or a service, you've got to be pretty delusional. And I'm not just saying that I'm good, I can do this. It's not that positive attitude crap that, you know, it's it's like it's the catchphrase. That's how you've got to be. You've got to be positive because that's, you know, that's how it's all got to be. I'm talking genuine. I'm talking real deep understanding inside of yourself that allows you to have evidence, not just pump yourself up, I'm feeling good because I listened to some music or I went to a seminar and read a book. So what the hell happens after you leave the seminar and after you read the book and when the music stops playing? How do you feel then, right? It's like coffee. Are you feeling going down for a crash or it goes up and down? If you're going up and down, you're a thermometer. It's crap. You know, you can't be a thermometer going up and down. If you feel like a failure every single moment, how do you change that? You have done something right in your life to make it to where you are, whatever age you are. I mean, did you finish school? Did you finish a subject? Did you keep a job? You need to collect evidence of your own self and not based on what someone else might consider to be successful because maybe you didn't finish school or university or didn't finish something or, and that's playing at you. So there's two things happening. Number one, you have no evidence. You have to find that evidence in your own life. What have you done right? What have you done right? And when you find that thing, reverse engineer it because that's your recipe, your recipe for how you've done well. Because there are a lot of gurus, okay? They'll say, do this strategy and you'll become a great speaker. You'll become a great business owner or you will become a great, I don't know, student. There are lots of recipes of how to become great. Lots of gurus that say, here's the strategy. Take my strategy and you will become a better X, Y, Z. Nothing wrong with that. But the bloody downfall with that is that, well, you don't, aren't inserted into that recipe. That recipe worked for a certain individual who had a certain evidence about themselves, who had a certain psychology about themselves, who have those things which enables that recipe of success to work. And the reason it doesn't work for you, A, it could be just your laziness, or secondly, it could be that that recipe doesn't work for who you are, which is why you need to find your own way what lights you up. So find that thing that you have been good at, not by society standards, not by your friend's standards, but by your own, that you think you did okay. If you can't use the word I did well or I'm good at it, use the sentence I did okay if that's going to alleviate some of the pressure of feeling a success and reverse engineer from that. What was the recipe for you that allowed you to get to that? Because I can tell you for sure I don't know anyone on the planet who hasn't felt like a failure, but if you're telling yourself that on a regular basis, you're not only creating an unhealthy environment, toxic environment for yourself, you're also doing it for the fact that the whatever work you're trying to get in or do, you're taking away from your own potential. And that's the biggest, that is the biggest, baddest, boldest, hairiest thing that you can do because you're just alleviating your own social impact. So that's what I'd say, find evidence. What's one thing that you did well? Well, if the word, word well kind of scares you, okay, you know, and then reverse engineer that and find your recipe because guaranteed if you follow that recipe that you created, that you did well in, and you replicate that recipe, you'll find other evidence. You'll find that you can do better in other things. It's the reason why you've probably bought a strategy from someone and it didn't work because you weren't involved in that strategy, your insights. It's worked for that person, may work for a few more people, but here's where your own insight. Remember, sight is what you see with your eyes. Insight is what you see with your heart. And that insight only comes with understanding yourself. 
And you can't understand yourself if you're following someone else's. Why do people like talk badly about school all the time? School is crap. School is crap. You know, there's a curriculum. You've got to be good maths. And those who have done really well in business did really badly in school, predominantly. Why is that? Because in business, you need to create your own path. Sure, there are tried and true paths, but that, those paths don't work for everyone. And so that's why these business owners hated school because there was a path that you had to follow. They couldn't fit that path so that they did something different and they excelled. And that's the same thing. That's why we're trying to kind of cocoon ourselves in these boxes because we're trying to reformulate, replay these models of success, but really it doesn't allow, it doesn't align with your own insight, your own understanding of self, which is really the truest Four. So, hey, Style Identity, how you going? So the second question of today is, what do I do when I want to give up and just lie down and quit? Jesus, these are such positive questions this morning, aren't they? I've got to say to you, these are positive questions. I told you I had the Ginny money. What do I do when I want to give up and just lie down and quit? Let me tell you something. Last year, I felt the same way. I had gone to a South Asian Middle Eastern workshop tour. I was touring. I was like truly really like on the literally on the road for like days on end and it came to a point where i felt the same way december 17 last year uh grinding always g'day welcome december 17 last year was the last event that i had after i think like doing it all across the you know just trotting across the globe and i remember thinking i have to stop or i have to give up or i just don't think i want to do this anymore G'day, how you going? And what I realized is what I needed to do was I needed, because usually when I, I don't really take holidays, which is my biggest downfall. When I go on a holiday or I go on a vacation, I take my work with me. I'll just do a little bit something here and I'll do a little bit something there. And it's not much work, it's not much work. Well, that little thing, that's inside of myself, right? I recognize that. I'm also learning inside of myself is if I have to have a break, I have to switch off. Doesn't mean I have to go to Vanuatu or Hawaii to have a break. What it means is that I need to switch off. And what I did in January this year was I took a sabbatical and I just took time off to not think about anything, but just allow my brain to cool down really. Cause it had for the past 12 months, it was just traveling, working, traveling and working and I needed to cool down. And so I wanted to lie down and quit. But taking the break, which is probably what you need to do, and I'm in a complete break. I don't, if you don't want to go on a holiday, I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting is that you allow your brain to reflect. And that silence, you know, Rumi has a beautiful quote. He says, silence gives you the answers. And you can, I didn't touch any YouTube videos. I didn't touch any motivational books. I didn't touch any of that because I needed my mind to just decompress and not be influenced by anyone else's words or ways or get myself excited about something. I didn't want that. I just wanted my brain to just be. And that enabled me to allow, to really get close to what do I really know? What's my next direction? Because I realized I was now evolving into my next level of passion. That's what was happening. I was evolving and now I've, I've started a media company, but that was my next thing. But I wouldn't have never recognized that had I been, okay, 2018, next set of workshops, where am I going to go? Where, you know, I just had to decompress. And that's probably what you need to do instead of quitting straight away. Because maybe you do need to quit. Because as you evolve, so too does your passion. As you evolve. But you won't recognize that evolution if you're constantly on the go. It's just like anything. You don't notice it. So you need to, number one, take a break. But also, you also need to just allow your brain. And what I mean by a break is just 
everything off the cards. Like you have to find a way to not do anything. For how long? Each individual to themselves. I took about a month for not thinking about my work, not thinking about anything work-related. Minimum month. And that allows you to really just harness your own insight into yourself. And that's what gives you the key. So that's what I would recommend that you do because quitting, and I've got to say um, one thing about quitting, which is what I've recognised working, you know, coming out of corporate and doing my own thing, is this is what's non-negotiable. If you choose to come out of corporate, because in corporate if someone says to your boss or the fact that you get paid every week, every fortnight, every month, it's it's an endorsement that you're doing a great job. Being Getting a salary, a paycheck, whatever avenue it is, is an endorsement of you're doing a great job. When you start working outside of corporate and you're doing your own thing, you don't get that endorsement from nobody. So it's a daily selling yourself on yourself. It's like that's how you stop going from that the thermometer going up and down like a yo-yo, up and down like a yo-yo, right? Because no one wants to be a thermometer. And so what I've realized is what I need to do every single day, which is why I did a quote yesterday and I said, dreams aren't scary, but the discipline and the sacrifices are. And that's part of it is selling yourself. Because maybe you have a hang up of, well, I'm going to have like an inflated ego if I sell myself on myself. Or remember, I'm just like, you know, being like too full of myself, whatever that hang up is. But you need to look at what you need to do to make sure that you're not going up and down. What's allowing you to go up and down? Is it, What's the intention of that? What are you gaining from that? And I understand that when I first was looking at selling myself on myself, it was really hard for me because I was like, I don't want to inflate my ego. I don't want to feel full of myself. I don't want to get carried away and not realize that I've just become this, this like egomaniac because I'm selling myself on myself, right? And I realized that in my tradition, in my tradition, in the spiritual world, actions are judged by intention. Actions are judged by intention. And so my intention to sell myself on myself is not to inflate anything, but just to give myself the ability, the capability, the know-how to really be able to stand up like a lion and deliver whatever I'm delivering on, whether it's a meal for my family, whether it's speaking to you right now, whether it's being on tour at workshops, whether whatever it is. It's the intention of selling myself on myself is that. And so that's between me and my creator. And what other people see is between them. But I have to be clear in my own head about what my intention is. And that's what has allowed me to sell myself on myself. And so maybe you have the same hang-up. I don't know. But recognize that quitting and stopping is an option as long as you're quitting for the right reasons and not just because at the moment it's just like... It's like can't be stuffed, can't be bothered, it's too hard. Because one of the things I always tell people, and this is my post yesterday on Instagram, is dreams are great, but what's the sacrifice that comes with that dream? What's the what's the discipline that comes with the dream? That's what's bloody hard. Waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning and the first thing you do is going for a run, that's discipline and that's hard. Like, you know, I want to be, I want to be a great orator, I want to be a great uh, calligrapher, I want to be a great writer, I want to be a great carpenter, whatever that might be, requires a discipline attached to that goal. And so I don't really look at goals anymore as this big thing that I want to do. Instead, I look at goals as, well, what do I need to sacrifice and what do I need to upskill the discipline? Because that's real, the real deal. You know, anyone can have a big goal, which is brilliant, but the real goal is the discipline and the sacrifice that come. I have to look at myself and I go, am I willing to sacrifice X, Y, Z to have this goal? 
Am I willing to upskill myself in X, Y, Z to be like, for example, to do the world workshop tour last year in say, Singapore, Islamabad, Abu Dhabi. Uh, when we went around, I it was a sacrifice on my family. I had to discipline myself to be able to be able to fill workshops. I had to discipline myself in creating content and tweaking it for a Singaporean audience versus an audience in Pakistan versus an audience in Canberra. You know what I mean? Like the content has to tweak to suit the audience. That I have to upskill myself to, to relay content to an audience that is foreign to me. Does that make sense? So with anything, quitting, not quitting, it's taking a break, giving your brain, decompressing it, allowing that to happen. And most of all, um, what's the discipline and what is the, the darn sacrifices that have to be made because maybe you're not willing to make those. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's once again, insight into yourself, right? And that's the big key. Last question, look at look last. Okay, soft skills can be valuable as hard skills. Of course, so soft, soft skills can be valuable as hard skills, if not more. I mean, discipline and uh, sacrifice, that's a soft skill. But that's the cornerstone because here's what's really interesting, right? And I'm guilty of this. You go online and you buy a product. You go buy a product on a, a course on how to be anything, how to write a great blog, how to do a video, how to uh, speak. How to, you go buy a course and it teaches you the strategy, the how-to of do that thing, right? But what the strategy doesn't cover, what most courses don't cover is the foundation of any strategy to be a success, the foundation, right? For the walls to keep up, for the roof to keep up, the foundation of any strategy is the ability, is the mindset that goes with it. And that's the discipline and that's the sacrifice. Because in order for you to speak and you're nervous to speak, well, you have to sacrifice the fact that you might embarrass yourself. You might have to sacrifice, you know, discipline the fact that you might get people who are yawning when you're talking and that's going to make you feel like, oh, my God, am I not interesting? Am I not good enough? Am I not? That's going to come up. So you need to upskill yourself in that discipline. But the strategy when people teach you how to speak or teach you how to blog or people teach you how to anything, they don't talk about what's the byproduct of what needs to happen. And that's why most strategies don't work. Other than the fact that people don't actually execute on strategy, that's a whole nother show. But the fact that, you know, the common denominator, I mean, pick strategy, any strategy. Anything you want to learn is online. I mean, you can pay someone, you know, power to you, or you can just go Google, download it online. But the reason that what's hard about all of that is the mindset that comes with it. The fact that you got to do the stuff that's well, it's like lonely, the stuff that's really hard, the stuff that you don't want to do, that you don't want to face, like selling yourself on yourself, like waking up of a certain time every single morning, including Saturday and Sunday, like the fact, and it depends on what your goals are, you know, I mean, you may not want to do that, but it depends on how much you want what you want and what you're willing to sacrifice and create discipline in your own life. And so soft skills are much more important than hard skills because hard skills are a strategy. Here's how you... Uh, cook. Here's how you cook a chocolate cake. That's a strategy. How to cook a chocolate cake is a strategy. You put two eggs in. I'm only making stuff. I haven't made a chocolate cake. Uh, you put two eggs in. You put some flour. You put some sugar. You put some cocoa, right? How much cocoa? How much flour? How much sugar? Do you beat it hard? Do you beat it soft? You know, uh, that's a strategy. But what they don't say in the recipe is, well, maybe you need prior experience because making a macaron is a very different different recipe and a different way of thinking and cooking skill set than making baking a chocolate cake. 
And so maybe your skill sets isn't aligned with that. But you won't know that unless you have the soft skills, you've worked on those soft skills to be able to execute on the hard skills, the strategy. Does that make sense? So I don't think a hard skill is very important. I think the soft skill really outweighs it because if you don't have the discipline and the sacrifice, well, the strategy is just that, a strategy on the bookshelf. That's just all it is. That's just really all it is for both you and I. So I hope that's answered your question. Uh, three big major, well, the first two are quite, you know, deep, dark and meaningful. Uh, and the third one was a bit of a, a softer <laughs> alleviation, guys. But that was my A to the Q of the three questions I received. If you've got any questions based on passion, how to change that to a profession, how to find your passion, please email them, message me, and I will make sure that we answer it. We are live Monday to Thursday behind the scenes at 9 a.m. live with Q&A questions on really how to take your passion and migrate that into a profession. So I hope this has been helpful. If it has, please like it. Please share it for someone that you feel would really benefit from the Q&As that they could actually upskill and uplevel their own self. Thank you so much for joining me and I shall catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. live for Behind the Scenes. Take care.